The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן באדם אמן. דף סמך בית, תראה איזה דף מסביר, נצטרף לנשמת אבי יוסף בן שרה, רבי אברהם בן אסתר, רוח השם תנחם בגן עדן אמן, רפואה שלמה, שרה רוחמה בת רחב, שרה בת רחב, ואברהם בשם מדינה, אין לה רפואה לדפת הנפש, ופואת הגוף, ואתם כתבו וכן ינסו ונאמר אמן. ובגין תראה איזה דף, on סמך בית עמוד ראשון, starting on the second line with the words, אי החט. Let's just review quickly. Where we're holding, we're in the midst of uh, some derashot over here that are being uh, brought down. We learned uh, a subject of Erchin. By Erchin, the Torah says, the Bede Bene Israel, and it speaks to the Bene Israel, and it says, Ish. It says the word Ish over there also. That means, the Bede Bene Israel teaches us, we learned until now, speak to the Jewish people, means the Jewish people have the ability to do the law of Erchin. Erki Alai, my value was on me, but a Goy does not. There's no such thing as Erechim by Goy. But it says Ish. So what is Ish coming to include? That a Goy is connected to Erechim to a certain extent. That while he cannot be Ma'arich, but he's Ne'erach. Ma'arich means he cannot say Erechim Allah, but a Jew can say the Erech of the Goy is on me. Okay, so that's the, the way we understood it. That's what Bidei said. It's coming to limit, exclude, and Ish is coming to include. So comes Gibran and says, Iyache Ish kiyafli nedir be'erkecha be'erchim lamali. We don't need that, that Dirashav Ish. Which means like this. We have three actually Pesukim. We have the Erechim Pasuk, which we can analyze now. We have the Nidarim Pasuk, we have a Nidir Pasuk, and we have a Nazir Pasuk. In all these uh, Pesukim, the word Ish uh, is mentioned. Uh, now, by Nidarim, uh, the word Ish comes and teaches us that not only a Jew can make Nidarim, but also a Goy is able to make Nidarim. Okay, good. By Nazir, the word ish seemingly was extra. Because by Nazir, if you remember, we learned that a Daber B'nai Israel, by Nazir, B'nai Israel becomes a Nazir, but Goim, no. Now, how do we know uh, that a Goy doesn't become a Nazir at all, not for Korbanot and not for even wine and Tumah? Because we have another Pasuk that taught us, it says the word that uh, the Goim bring Korbanot. Then it says the word Ola. The Tishmi, the Goy brings an Ola, but he doesn't bring a Nizirut. So I know that it doesn't bring Korbanot of Nizirut from a Pasuk of Ola. B'nai Israel teaches me that it doesn't have Nizirut at all, even for wine and Tumah. So seemingly the word Ish is extra by Nazir. So the answer the Mefarshim say, Tosfot, Mefaresh, they all say that the word Ish that's written by Nazir is Derech um, Agav. Because since the Pasuk had to say Isha, because Isha, the, the ladies have a law of Nizirut. So once it said Isha, it says Ish Derech Agav. Good. So Ish by Nazir is Derech Agav of Isha. 
And Ishbai Nedarim is to teach me how to go, Yusayachtu Nedarim. But the Isha Ve'erchin, what do you need it for? Well, I told you what you need it for. You need to teach me how to go, it could be Ne'erach. Ne'erach means that the Jew is able to say, Erech Goy Alai. So you don't need it. You know why? For the following reason. Mechdi. Third line. Let's analyze. Ha'itkash Erechin Nedarim. Oh, we have a Hekesh. Uh, between the laws of Erchin and the laws of Nedarim. The Amar Kerahat, Pasuk Ish Kiyafli Neder Be'erkecha. It says in the Pasuk, Neder Be'erkecha. So we said the laws of Nedarim and the laws of Erchin are similar, are comparable. And that Tanyam we learned, Kabe Nedarim Ish. Matam Udomar Ish. What does the Pasuk Ish teach me why? Nedarim Ish Lerabot Ta'ovdei Kuchavim. So come and teach me what? That the goyim of the kavim shehem nodrim nedarim v'nedabot ki Israel that they can also bring korbanot like Israel they can bring a korban neder they can bring a korban nedava okay so ishki yafni be'erchin lamali which means like this once already you see by nedarim that the word ish is including the goyim legaben nedarim it's including them to a certain thing so seemingly automatically just like nedarim they're included. And by Erchin, they're going to be included as well. And it's it's logical to say, since they were excluded from B'nai Yisrael, that they can't be Ma'arich, must be the inclusion from the Hekesh to be that they are Ni'arach. So therefore, what do you need an explicit Dirasha, Ish by Erchin, to teach me that the Goy is Ni'arach? Seemingly, I can learn that from the inclusive Ish of Nidarim, with a Hekesh to Erchin. So comes the Gemara and says... You're right. Really, I'll tell you if somebody wants to know what the source that you could that a goy is ne'irach, really it's from Hekesh to Nedarim. And just like Nedarim, the, the word ish over there is an inclusive terminology. So I know I'm including, I'm including the goyim in the, what they can bring Nedarim in the board. So I'm going to say Hekesh to Erchim, that the goy is also in the parasha of Erchim. Legabe what? Legabe that he could be. Oh, so what is the word Ish then coming to teach me by Erechin? It's extra now. So it's coming to tell me, Hai Ish Oh, it's coming to tell me the law of a Mufla Samukhla Ish. What is Mufla Samukhla Ish? A, uh, um, a boy, let's say, man, uh, that is close to manhood, close to adulthood. He's not 13 years old, he's 12 years old. He's Samukh Leish, and he's Mufla, but he has, uh, he's able to express himself. He's able to verbalize himself, and to come and teach me what? That he has the ability to make... Nedarim. Um, um, exactly. Look at the, uh, the Rosh, the way he explains it. Uh, which means what? Which teach, so there, how do I know Ni'arachin? Ni'arachin I know from Hekesh to Nidarim. Good, so that's off the table. You have to point out when the Braita comes along and says that I learned Ni'arachin from Ish, that's Lavdavka. We had a lot of statements before that said we learned Ni'arachin from the word Ish of Erchin. The Rosh speaks that that's Lavdavka. Really the source is from the Hekesh to Nidarim. Well, the Gibran means to say that if I didn't have the Hekesh to Nidarim, I could have learned it from the word Ish. But now that I have the Hekesh to Nidarim, what do I do with the word Ish by Erchim? To teach me that a Mufle Samukh Leish, that's a child that is close to the age of the manhood, that knows 
how to make the darim. He's he's able to express himself. He could make the darim. He could make arechin. Uh, 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 he could make hegdesh. He could do uh, all these things. Mufleh samuch leish. Good. Oh, so comes Gemara and says that you mufleh samuch leish. This is good according to the opinion that says that the a child of 12 years old can make the Darim and his Darim is the Uraita. I mean, it's a Uraita law. Good. This is the source. The source is what? Ish. The Ish tells me not only when the kid's 13 he can make the Darim, but the story even already when he's 12 he can make Erechin, he can make the Darim, he can make Egdesh. Okay, that's very good. There's the source. But his opinion says no. A 12 year old has Nadarim or Dirabanan. Also, we're back to the question what is the Ish coming to teach you? Because you don't need Ish. Ish is extra now, right? Ish kiefli lamali. We'll get back to the Ish when you need a floor. Kibbalah says, Le'etuyem ufle samukh leish de ovdeko chavim. Amazing. According to this opinion, it's coming to teach me not a mufle samukh leish of a Jew. Really, mufle samukh leish of a Jew, minatura, no Nadarim. But a goy, 12 years old, his Nadarim are Nadarim. Now that's a strange thing. But you have a case where a goy is more mahmir than a Jew. A Jew's nedarim don't kick in until he's 13, according to this opinion. A goy, 12 years old. So the Tosafot, or the Mephashi point that you do see sometimes that uh, there's a chumrot by uh, a law of a goy than a, uh, than a Jew. That's, uh, that's not uh, so uncommon. Right? They bring uh, uh, different uh, examples. I'll show you one example. Oh, yeah, like the example of a goy, a goy that's mazik, mm-hmm. or his animal is mazik. Yeah, when, it, when a goy's animal is mazik, he always pays full value. When a Jew's animal is mazik, the first three times he only pays half. So therefore you do see cases where a goy's law is more mahmid than a Jew law. But over here, Tosfot gives a different sabara. Tosfot says, a Jew is mahmir in the sense that if he breaks his neder, if he becomes a, a, an adult, he's over the isur of lo yachil. Lo yachil devaro. A goy is not in the parasha of lo yachil devaro. So therefore, if you're in the parasha of lo yachil, so lo yachil doesn't kick in until a person is a gadol. Therefore, his nederim is not going to be told. But if you're not in the parasha of lo yachil, so they've already, the Nadim can already kick in from before. They want to link the tie, the age to, of Nadim to, to Lo Yachel. In any event, what do you see from here? That the law of Ish, according to this opinion, is teaching me what? That a Goy can make Nadim already from the age of 12, he can express himself. That's what Ish. Now, yeah, you also have to speak out that when it says Ish by Erechin, uh, uh, that a Goy is able to do such a thing. So obviously, you have to say it's not too much Erechin anymore. Because we just learned that a goy cannot be marich even an adult, so you have to say it's lavdafka erchin is teaching me. You have an item. If, if it doesn't teach me something by erchin, it must be teaching me something by something else. So it must be teaching me that a goy could be make a neder and hegdesh. Comes Gemara and says, "Hani halem and damar bnei Yisrael ne'arachin ve'en avde kochavim ne'arachin." Oh, now let's review. Till now we learned a derasha that said a goy cannot be ma'arich, but it can be ne'arach. Mm. Get the terminology so we can just go, go uh, you know, clearly. Ma'arich is to say erki alay, ne'arach is to be the one that is valued, valued by a goy, by a Jew. 
can be ma'arik, it cannot be ni'arach. That's one opinion. There's another opinion that says the exact opposite. A goy cannot be ni'arach, but he can be ma'arik. <laughs> totally opposite. That's what Gabriel says. Lemada, but b'nei yisir ni'arachin. A Jew can be ni'arach, ve'en avdeh kirim ni'arachin. Ya'ako lo yu ma'arikin. You think that a goy cannot be ma'arik? Talmud lomar ish. So the ish comes and teaches me by erchim. The ish comes and teaches me that the goy can be ma'arik shapir. Which means, what, what does Shapir mean? Shapir means that, and now I understand what you're telling me. This is the Rasha, that a Mufleh, that somebody's 12, the Hadush is what he could be. Ma'arikh. That's very good. Not only a 12-year-old can make a Nedir, a 12-year-old can make uh, a Hegdesh, and a 12-year-old could be Ma'arikh. Because the Shita, that's the Torah, the, the, the Goy is able to be Ma'arikh when he's an adult. And the Hadush of the word Isha of Erechim is teaching me even when he is... Samukhlish, it's okay also. However, But according to the way we understood till now, that a goy cannot be ma'arikh. You think he's not be ne'arach? Tamudomar ish. What do I need a pasuk? If you tell me the goy can only be ne'arach, what do I need a pasuk to tell me a muflas samukhla ish could be ne'arach? Afilu tinok ben hodesh bar edukhehu. Which means, if it's talking about a Jew accepting upon himself the value of a goy, whatever if he's 12 years old, even if he's one month old, the Torah already gives the set values of people already from when they're one month old. So therefore, the derasha doesn't make sense according to that opinion. Again, if you want to tell me that a goy can be ma'arich, I understand what the issue is coming to tell me. That not only can be ma'arich when he's 13 years old, he can even be ma'arich when he's 12. Ah, it's a hadush. But if you tell me that a goy, the extent of his erkin is that he can be ni'arach, so therefore, what, what, what do I need to tell me? Oh, you know what he should tell me? Not only can be in the Iraq when he's an adult, he can be in the Iraq when he's 12. Hello, he can be in the Iraq even when he's one, one month old. So therefore, the, the dirashav, including a mufla for Erkin, does not hold uh, water according to this. This shita. So gadol. Oh. It's coming and coming and tell me a hadush ish. On Oved Kuchavim, that's an adult. That what? Ta'afagav de gadolu, enu yodeya le'aflot. Which means, if he's an adult, let's say the love of Jew first. An adult Jew, is nedarim or nedarim? Is like this, is like this. Even if he cannot express himself correctly, even if he doesn't have the, the, um, the ability to express himself, Okay. And verbally uh, say it the right way doesn't matter. Even though he's not the right da'at a Jews nedarim are nedarim when he reaches the age of thirteen. A goy is different. A goy when he reaches the age of thirteen, when he's a gadol, he has to be able to express himself. If he doesn't have to express himself, his nedarim are not a nedarim. Which means there's a difference between a Jew and a goy in the law of nedarim. A Jew automatically at thirteen, regardless of his level of uh, capability, right, of his understanding, is going to be. Um, um, Except say, say better. A Jew at 13 years old, he doesn't know who he's making his nedarim to. He doesn't know the laws of nedarim. He's uh, still immature. He doesn't know who's he making nedarim to. He doesn't know it's God, laws, things like that. He says, Kunam this, it's on him. A goy, if he doesn't know who he's making his nedarim to at 13 years old, it's not going to be a nedarim. So therefore, what are we learning over here from the word ish? The word ish is teaching me not a law of erchin. Erchin, I don't need for erchin. Already, you tell me, can be already from the age of uh, one month. Also, what is the ish of erchin teaching me? A different subject, the law of Nedarim. That what? That a goy at the age of Gadlut, if he does know he's making the Nedir too, it's not a Nedir. So let's just review where we're holding now. Comes out according to this opinion. A goy can be Ma'arikh? No. 
Ne'arach, yeah, from which age? One month old. Uh, can a uh, goy become a nazir? No, uh, not going to become a nazir. Not for korban, not for tumah. What about the laws of nidarim? Well, a goy at 12 years old, or 13 years old, can make the nidarim if he knows who he's making the nidarim to. However, if he's a uh, gadol, doesn't know who he's making the nidarim to, he's different than a Jew. A Jew's nidarim is a nidarim, and a goy is not a nidarim. That's all we're saying uh, to this point. Let's look at the Tosafot, second Tosafot on the page. Even though the goy is a gadol, if he doesn't know how to verbally, you know, make the neder, lo avin nidron neder. Masheke b'Israel, to no bayin yudei alaflot begadol. Once the gadol is nedarim, one nedarim, one magdim. The high, the kamar yachol lo yuni arachin. Tavud omar ishta davkel asmachta be'amad ikar kara atal gadol shenu yudei alaflot, which means the ikar word of ish. That's written by Elchin is to teach me the law of Gadol She'enu Yodaya Laflot, a goy. I, where do I know Ne'erachin that the goy can be Ne'erach that I learned from the Hekesh to Nedarim? So Hekesh from Elchin to Nedarim teaches me that the goy is Ne'erach. Each by Elchin teaches me that a Gadol goy, if he doesn't know how to make the Nedarim or Laflot, he doesn't have the doubt to know he's making it to, says Nedarim or Nedarim. Comes the Gemara and says, Now, now we're going on a new point. Once somebody you told me this key afli business that's written by Elchin, I wonder what is the key afli? This is the word key afli. That a person should, will come and express himself. It says key afli. What is the key afli teaching me by Nedarim? Uh, I mean by uh, Nazir. It says by Nazir. So what is the word kiafli? What, what is that? He expresses himself. What does that teach me? Kiafli by nazir. Mekdi. Well, what's the question? Ha'etkash nizirut nedarim. Which means we have already hekesh nizirut tenedarim. Correct? Because it says neder lazir. So we know that nedarim and nizirut follow the same uh, law. And we know nedarim already is compared to erchin. And we just said by erchin, uh, uh, we know that the, the word kiafli is teaching me what? The law of a gadol. Right, but over there that the 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 gadol goy, let's say, right, yeah. teaches me what if a goy does not be mafli, it's not going to be uh, tofes. Good. So that's the law of erchin. So that's the law by nedarim. That's the law of nazir. So therefore, kiafli lechara. What item does kiafli teach me? I know from transitive property. If nedarim is compared to uh, nazir, uh, if nazir is compared to nedarim, and I know uh, nedarim is compared to erchin. And I know by Nedarim uh, that what that a goy who's a gadol who doesn't have da'at who is making that do is nachal. So if we were to say by nazir for nachalra, it's the same uh, the same law. What is kiafli then coming to teach me? So it comes again and says kiafli lamali. What is coming to teach me this uh, kiafli business? So Gemara says ah le'etuye yadaim she'ena mochichot. Okay, remember we learned the message of nazir. That when a person makes a nid, it has to be express, express, has to make an express, explicit nid. If you make like a vague statement, right? That's called like a yadayim she'enam Meaning it's a handle of the nid, but he didn't express, express or say it, you know, in an explicit way. The itmar yadayim she'en mochichok, because you have a statement. When a person makes a nid on a handle that is not uh, uh, conclusive, meaning he said a vague statement, Abaye amar havyan yadayim. Abaye says, it's a nid. Rava Amar lo Rava says it's not. Now, according to this uh, understanding over here, the Kiyafli is coming to teach me what? To, etuye. The Etuye sounds is coming to teach me what? That uh, not only, uh, no, Etuye in this case, Tosfot says is, a, is an exceptional Etuye. Normally Etuye comes to say include. But here Etuye is coming to exclude. 
It's coming to tell me what type of nidarim are nidarim only when you were mafli, when you were when you did it explicitly. But if you said it in a vague way, it's not going to be hal. Now that seems that's good according to the opinion of um, Abaye. No, according to Rava. Rava says lo avya yadaim. Again, Rava is the one that says yadaim sheinam mechichot lo avya yadaim. And that sounds like it's good according to what the Pasuk is saying. Well, we'll the Pasuk is saying we'll Kiafli. And what is Kiafli coming to teach me? Well, it's not coming to teach me anything by Nazir. And last night it's coming to teach me something by Nedarim. To teach me what? That a Nedarim that a person makes, it has to be explicit. But if it's not explicit, it's not going to be hal. So therefore, that would be consistent with Nava's opinion that Yadaim Shena Mukhihot, Loavya, Yadaim. So the Gibraltar says like this La Abaye Niha. For Abaye, it's good. Oh, Tosfar has a question of what do you Abaye is good? The opposite. For Ava, it's good. Therefore, he changes the text. He says, you have to change the text over here, and you have to say, Lirava Niha. For Rava, it's good, because Rava is the one that says, Yadayim Shana Mukhiyahot, Lo Avya Yadayim. Abaye, it's a question. Ela Lirava, or we have to say, Abaye. Ela Lirava, Maikal Mimar. A coin to Abaye that says, Yadayim Shana Mukhiyahot, Lo Avya, I'm sorry, Havya Yadayim. So what is the word, Kiafli, coming to teach me by Nazir? Right? Ela Kiafli, Mif'elech, Mitarfon. Oh, so I need it for the Hadus of Rabbi Tarfon. The Tanya, Rabbi Yudam, Rabbi Shur, Rabbi Tarfon. En ehad mehem nazir, lefishelon netna nazirut. Ela lafla'ah. What's the case? The case is talking about you have a guy walking down the street. Two guys walking down the street, and there's a guy walking towards them. Right, so one guy says, I'm a nazir, uh, if this guy's a nazir. The other guy says, I'll be a nazir if that guy's not a nazir. So since the way they accepted upon them something was not in a clear way, it's like a pending uh, manner, they're, they're making it dependent on what this guy is, and they don't know what that guy is. At the time that they accepted upon them something Nizirut, so the Bita comes along and says, neither one is a Nazir. Why? Because Nizirut was only given Lahafla'ah. Hafla'ah means this, uh, in an explicit, clear, conclusive uh, manner. Now how do you know that? Because it says, Kiafli. So Kiafli teaches me that Nizirut has to be accepted in a clear manner. And therefore, enough coming out with two guys walking down the street, they make it dependent on them, and the guy walking towards them, it's nothing. So, Hani Al Rabbi Tarfon. Okay, that's good to Rabbi Tarfon. Now we know what Kiafli of Nazir is. El Rabbanan Meikalimah. But the rabbis who argue on Rabbi Tarfon, the rabbis have both of them are Nazir. I mean, not both of them are Nazir. So, do, do, the one that's correct is Nizirut is Hal. That means you don't have to be explicit, you don't have to be conclusive. Uh, what do they do with Kiafli? Mm-hmm. This law of Hetin Nidarim, Hetin Nidarim that you can go to a rabbi and make hafara, it's a very, very basic law that we all know that hafara Nidarim go to a rabbi, but really it's, it's floating in the air. Meaning, if you look in the Torah, the Torah really doesn't discuss this subject of hafara Nidarim by a hakam. It talks about the father, the husband. Those it talks about, right? The day that the husband hears it, or the father hears it. But it really doesn't talk about the kind of being going to a rabbi, and a rabbi can absolve of a neder. So the Gibbara says that it's like a law, but it's it's like flying in the air. I mean, it's not well, well sourced in the Torah. So how do you know it? says, no. It's, it's, it's written. It's written in the Torah two times, which means it says by Erechin um, um, by, by once and by Nazir once. Kiafli, Kiafli. What is it coming to teach me both times? One, that you have to express yourself going into the Nadir, and one is an exp- to express yourself going out of the Nadir. How do you get out of the nether by expressing yourself? You express it to the hakam. Mm. Kiafli, kiafli. Once aflat isur, meaning you express yourself as konam, uh, this item's on me. That's aflat isur. Then you have aflat hetir. 
I want to get out of it. How do I get out of it? I go to the rabbi. What do I do to the rabbi? I express myself. I made an end and I regret it and so on and so forth. So how do you know that you can go to a rabbi? In fact, this is Kiyafli two times. What if la'ah le'eter? What if la'ah? So they were basically the Gemara explains what these uh, what these words are, uh, are are being used for. Okay, now we go to the next uh, Mishnah. Comes the next Mishnah and says, Chomet ba'avadim ibn Hashim. What does this mean? There's a stringency by an Evit Kenani over, over a lady. In the law of Nazir, we're learning the laws of Nazir now. A lady can accept the point of something Nazir, yes. Evit Kenani, yes. But there's a stringency that Abadim have over ladies. And what is that? Okay, now, we know a regular law. A lady says, I want to be a Nazir. Nazira. On the day the husband hears it, the husband is able to nullify. It's the regular law. Regular Nazir. The husband is able to nullify, correct? Once the day passes, too late. The lady becomes a Nazira. However, he cannot, or he does not have to be Mefer, Nidre Abdu does not have to be mefer the nidarim of his every kanani. Well, obviously, there's no din of afara that a master can be mefer the laws of the every kanani. Now, hefer leishto. Now, what happens? Let's say he was mefer to his wife. Hefer olamit. That's it. Tough. Even if they get divorced and she gets remarried, there's no nizirutana. However, hefer leavdo. If he's mefer to his to his servant, hefer over doesn't mean hefer because we just said he can't be mefer. Means he can force him. He could say, you're drinking wine. You're eating grapes. He could force him to, to break his nazirut. That's the law of Arabic, the master. However, once he goes free, he's got to complete his nazirut, which means the nazirut is on the guy, on the Abed. It's just that the, the exactly, the, the master can suspend it. He could say, no, you're eating. You're not doing it. Okay, so he has to eat. But once he goes free, now the nazirut kicks in again. But she ain't a lady. A lady, when the, hus- when the husband is mefed, it's off. It's off. Now when she gets divorced, doesn't kick back on her. You understand? So a master can force his uh, servant to, uh, to eat the grapes and all that stuff over there, the wine. But she ain't a lady. The husband can make a farah, and the farah is, uh, is totally off. Okay, comes again, I'll explain. Stand up, Rabbanam. To what did the rabbis or Torah say that the master has a right to force him? Linzirut. Yeah, when it comes to Nizirut, he can force him. Mm-hmm. But now when it comes to Nizirut, which is not saying the Eretz Kanani makes a certain Nizirut on himself. That's it. I'm not going to eat this item. So then the law is that the, he has to keep it. The master cannot force him to break his Nizirut, but can force him to break his Nizirut. Why? Ul Erechin. Also, if a goy that says, says my erich is on me to give to the Beit Hamikdash, so the goy, the, the master cannot force him not to uh, not to uh, give the uh, erichin. <coughs> now, Maishin Agabe Nazir. Now, what's the reason why by Nazir? Wait, that we gotta have a source. Right, he's banning him himself. Nafsho, Mishin Nafsho Kenuyalo, Yatsa Evich and Nafsho Kenuyalo. Only somebody that is jurisdiction, his, his self is in his jurisdiction. That's a free man. But <coughs> he doesn't have nafsho. His nefesh is already in the jurisdiction of somebody else. So therefore, he's, his isud is going to be dependent on the, the master. The master going to have a right to, to force him, to, 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 to break the nizirut. Because the Pasuk says by nizirut, nafsho. So the Yabarah says, I feel like I'm going to be in the name. By the name, it also says the word nafsho. 
So therefore, seemingly the same thing. If not, the master should be able to force the guy to break his uh, nidr. The same, the same logic that you said by nizirut should apply to nidarim. Amar Rav Shishat Achim Ma'askina. No, I'll tell you the case. Kegon shayat ishkot shel anavim munachlefana. Okay, the guy had a cluster of grapes. There, every kind in front of him. Now, gabin nidarim. If you want to say kunam, I'm not eating these grapes. Dechi mitzar be'ai lo mitzar ba'hanini lo matzich hafele. The case of he said, I'm not eating grapes. What grapes do you mean? The grapes are in front of him. So therefore, it's not going to affect the master so much. So he won't eat these grapes. These grapes are so Other grapes are permissible. So it's not, it's not going to weaken him, this thing. It's not going to weaken the strength of the Eved just because he didn't accept it upon himself not to eat these grapes. He can still eat other grapes. However, However, by Nizirut, we know once he forbids himself from grapes, not only are these grapes in front of Masood, but all grapes are going to be forbidden. And therefore, Why? Because once the guy already is accepting upon himself not to eat these grapes, it's going to weaken him. So therefore, whatever, we give the, the master rights. I don't want my servant to become uh, weakened. Mm. You understand? The case is talking about we have one cluster. Mm. So by Nidarim, well, it's one cluster, big deal. It's not going to affect him. Let him, let him, let him, let him keep his Nidar. By, by my Nizirut, it's more inclusive. Therefore, it's going to affect the master because he has to become weak. Because what are you talking about? Nidarim. Who says maybe the case of the Nidarim is only one uh, cluster of grapes uh, in front of him? Exactly. But let's say it's only one cluster, no other grapes. Therefore, when he makes an aid, not eat this cluster, it's going to weaken him. So the Chaurah, in that case, the, 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 the Adon should have a right to, to force him. So the Gemara says, oh, you're right. Ela amarava kegon sheyeh harsan munach lefanav. There wasn't grapes in front of him. Which means you're right. If there was one cluster of grapes, in the Chanami Banidarim, the Mesa was able to force him, because it's going to weaken him. But we're talking about, you have pits in front of him, grape pits. Now, grape pits are not that, uh, even if he doesn't eat them, it's not going to really make a big difference, because grape pits really don't sustain a person that much. Now, since the only item he's forbidding himself is on these pits, so the master cannot force him, because big deal, so he doesn't eat the pits. However, but by Nidarim, we know once he forbids himself from the grape pits, it's all inclusive. It includes grapes, grape wine, all that stuff. So by Nizirut, well, once a person accepts partial Nizirut, he's a full Nizirut. He can't accept himself in Nizirut uh, partially. So therefore, by, we're talking about the case where the guy had, let's say, grape pits in front of him, right? If he makes a Nidir not to eat the grape pits, the law is going to be what? It's on him, the Nidir. The master cannot force him. Why can't the master force him? Because big deal, so it doesn't eat grape pits. It doesn't affect the master so much. Because grape pits are not such a nutrient item, sustaining item as well. So comes Gemara and says, "Vegabene darim milo askinan deleka elai harsan." Go back. Maybe it's about those are only food that he has. Only grape pits in front of him. There's nothing else. And therefore, in that case over there, if he's not going to eat it, he's going to get weak also. So therefore, the Gemara says, "Deilo achi lehalish." Right? Maybe it's about there's no other food for him to eat. There's only grape pits. So therefore, what? The Chaurah by Nidarim also should be able to force him. Goes, okay, you're right. Elamara baye lemara bosarich lechvoto. So we learn the statement like this. For what does his master have to force him? Lenizirut. Which means when it comes to Nizirut, Nazir, he has to force him. Which means if he wants him to break the Nizirut, he has to actually force him to... Which means the Nizirut is hal. It can only be suspended if the master is going to force him. However, But for Nidarim, he doesn't even have to force him. Because the nether of the Evit Khanani doesn't even go on in Bechlal. They don't got to force him even. It's not on him. And for that matter, if the Evit Khanani makes a Shivwa, I swear I'm not going to eat this item. You don't even have to force him. Because you know why? The Shivwa is not hal. Now how do you know that a nether or a Shivwa that a Evit Khanani makes is not hal? So it says, 
in the law of Shavuah, it talks about a guy that makes a, a, a Shavuah positive or negative. What do you mean positive? I'm going to eat something or I'm not going to eat something. I swear I'm going to eat it, I swear I'm not going to eat it, it's lahara. So the Gemara says, Just like when he says he's going to eat something, who benefits from it? He benefits from it. So too, when he's saying, I'm not going to eat, it can only be a case where the, the negative is to him. He has a right to abstain from the food, because it's only affecting him. But if it's going to affect somebody else, the master, it's not how. So by Shivwa, we learn a law that what? A Shivwa lehara that's going to affect somebody else, is not how. Shivwa to the Darim go together. Therefore, a Nedir, that's lehara that's going to affect somebody else, is not how. And therefore, let's say he made a Shivwa on an island that would not affect the master. It would be how. He made a nidr on an island that would not affect the rest. It would be hal. Only nidarim. That he's abstaining from something that affects not only him, but affects the master. It's not even a nidr. So that's the point of the Gibraltar. The Gibraltar is saying like this. By nizirut, when he's had any nazir, it's hal on him. That's why if the master wants him to drink wine, he's got to force him to drink wine. It's not an automatic. Mashaykin nidr and shivai, you don't even have to force him. Why? Because it's not even hal in the first place. Because the Torah only said shivuot that are affecting the guy will apply. But if you're shivuot lehara, you're negative shivuot, I'm not going to eat. It's going to affect somebody else detrimentally. So therefore it's not going to be hal. If you don't have to force him, if you just take uh, the guy can eat automatically. Comes the next Mishnah. Avar mecheneged panav. Okay, what's this case of avar mecheneged panav? The slave ran away. Okay, we have an interesting case here. The slaves had any nazir. The, fo- the master can force him to drink wine, eat grapes. I don't want you to be a nazir. Okay, beautiful. So as long as he's by the master's house, he's not following his nazirut. Okay, now he runs away. So now the shayla's, when he runs away, what's his status? If you tell me he's considered a free man, free man, so now he's a nazir. If you tell me, well, since he ran away, he's really not free, so therefore he's still able to eat. Because he's still connected to the master. So he must actually He ran away from the master's face. He ran away from him. The Bimir says, That's it. No. He cannot. It's like he ran away. He's free. And therefore he cannot drink. Now that his root is hal. The Bimir says, No, continue drinking. He ran away. It sounds like you're still connected. Good? Now we want to understand the Machlok, the Bimir, and the Bimir says, What's the basis? Let us say that they're arguing in the logic of Shemuel. Why would Shemuel say? A guy, let's say, uh, he... No, normally the way you free your slave is how you got to give him a document. It's called a get shehrut. Like a person divorces his wife, he gives a get. So there's also a get by a... It's called a get shehrut. It's a get of, of freedom. Let's say a guy didn't give his, uh, his servant a get. He comes along and says what? He says, I'm being mafkir, my evid. Meaning, I'm relinquishing ownership to my evid. Is that considered enough? When you just relinquish ownership, is that considered enough of a, of a freedom? So the Gemara says, mafkir, abdu According to Shemuel, yeah, that's good enough. And you don't even need a get shahrut. Now, in this case, it's similar. What happens when the evid runs away? What usually happens by the owner? The owner gives up hope. Yush. He gives up hope. He says, that's it. I'm not finding him again. So therefore, that's like relinquishing ownership without a document. So therefore, the Bimir eat the Shmuel. The Bimir will hold like Shmuel. So when a guy relinquishes ownership, it's considered freedom. Therefore, this is is halal. The guy. That's why he cannot uh, drink uh, wine. The Bimir say let the Shmuel. And therefore, what he's not free until he gives him a 
document, even though he relinquished, and therefore he still can drink wine. Understand? We want to make the ma'alok and the mi'ir and the mi'yosid dependent on the uh, the uh, the way a avid kanani is free. Good? Comes Gabriel and says, Lo, no. Everybody holds that if he gave up hope, the guy's free. And for sure. That's not the mahlukah over here. Uh, so what are we talking about over here? Where the avid ran away. Alright? And we're talking about where the, where the owner did not give up hope yet. The owner really, he wants him to come back. He has uh, hopes that he's going to come back. Oh, so if he has hopes he's going to come back, so everybody agrees why he's still, he's still connected. So if he's still connected, technically he should still be able to drink wine. So get what says. The opinion that says drink, the guy's saying, yeah, he's going to come back. And therefore, since he's going to come back, he's still attached to the owner. Therefore, I'm sorry. Therefore, um, right, well, I, mean, I want to still drink. You know why? I don't want it to become weak. Which means the owner, in this case, talking about where the guy ran away. But he's still thinking about it. He's going to come back to me. So therefore, the owner says, I want him to drink. Because uh, why do I want him to drink? Because when he comes back, I don't want him to be weak. So that logic says what? Let him drink. However, he says, I also want him to come back. You know, you, you know, you, you know how he's going to come back? I don't want him to drink wine now. Now nah, the guy can't drink wine. So what's the guy going to do? He'll come back to me. Cause him sa'al. You understand? Which means, re- really, technically, everybody holds the avid is not free. Which you didn't give him a, a, a gift. Everybody holds really what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody holds like Shemuel that really, if he just relinquishes, he's free. In this case, we're talking about where the owner still has hopes that the guy's coming back. He didn't let go. Everybody agrees. He didn't let go yet. He's still by you. But Rabbi Meir holds, he's still by me, I'll let him drink wine. Because when he comes back, I don't want him to be weak. But Rabbi Meir says, no, 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 the contrary. I want him to come back. And how many get him to come back? He can't drink wine. So now the guy's like, can't you go? I want to come back. So therefore, that'll be an uh, incentive to bring the guy back to the uh, masters. This is too, yeah, the, 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 how do you look at it? Right? Do you look at it to let him drink wine so when he comes back, he'll be weak? Or do you say, no, I'll get him to come back by not letting him drink wine?